I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm a right song. Cause I still got a lot of fight left in me. I guess the biggest game in the area for us uh, was Alabama Ole Miss. Great scene down there. Alabama emerges victorious. 32-24. Alabama, by the way, has played in five games this year, decided by six points or less. In You're 2016 and 2018, they didn't play one. And you ask why I quit betting on Alabama. And I, I yeah, that seems to be a good reason. I, I, for some reason, people thought that having the best defensive player in the country and the best quarterback in the country was going to mean make that things were it means the best Alabama team ever. This is not true. It is not true. And they had to uh, dig deep to win this one. They're up seventeen seven. Ole Miss, 17, is, Ole Miss yeah. is up seventeen seven. I think that Zach Evans fumble is that a turning point. And he gets hurt, too? Yeah, I think 100% that was the turning point of the game. Because you're up two scores. Your defense made pretty good stop to get the ball back. And it felt like you were going to go to the half with at least a two-score lead. Instead, Alabama gets a touchdown and leaves so little time on the clock, they're going to get the ball to start the second half. Right. But did have a chance to win. Did have a chance to win. I don't, I don't, you Quinshawn really Judkins. Quinshawn Judkins is massive on that last drive. It was first and ten at the fourteen with plenty of time. First and ten at the fourteen with plenty of time. So, do you fault Lane Kiffin for the play calls thereafter? Now, Judkins was evidently tired. Well, which, it's understandable. Which is believable. Understandable, and didn't help that Zach Evans was out. Right. So, uh, totally understandable. Anyway, they throw the after getting down there by running ball. They throw the ball. They don't score a touchdown. Jackson Dart is not that guy, at least yet, right? Yeah, I'm pretty high on him. But to me, the bigger problem was I I kind of get throwing the football there, but you have to run a play where everybody's on the same page. I mean, you had on first and ten, you had Malik Heath breaking inside Jackson right. Dart throwing like to the back pylon, like. You have to run a play where everyone knows for sure what's happening. And then I think Alabama kind of baited Ole Miss a couple of times into 
when Ole Miss would spread the field, Alabama would make it look like the middle of the field was wide open for Jackson Dart to run. Like, that's right. an automatic read. But that was exactly what they wanted him to do, and then they would take away that run. Like, they kind of rolled into a, a defense where it's like, nope, it's not there. And they did that multiple times, and then, you know, on fourth and 16, there's not really a ton of great throws. I mean, they got they threw the ball to their best, best receiver, right. and he couldn't get open. No, he was covered. Yeah. Alabama wins. A weird kind of weird kind of game in that Alabama fans still aren't happy. No, I don't. And Ole Miss fans are now now aren't happy. No, I think if you're an Alabama fan, Ole like, Miss fans probably happier with the season than Alabama fans. For sure, because for for Ole Miss it was supposed to be a transition year, right? And then for Alabama, I mean, to me, like that's the big question. This wasn't made up by media. The idea that this was going to be the best Alabama team was coming from Tuscaloosa. What went wrong? Was this a misidentification? Was this a poor coaching job? Like, I I, I just, I don't know how you can go from thinking, because it's well, not a, like A lot they, of people are pretty clear here. They, they want a new offensive coordinator. Well, it's also, it's not like they don't know what a good team looks like down like there. they want two new coordinators. I think that's probably fair. You think they'll be two new coordinators? If you made me guess, I'd set the over under at one and a half, but I think I would take the over. All right, anyway, enough of that one. Next. This, by the way, is being conducted by Hendon Hooker. Yes. I was at the uh, Alabama game where Peyton conducted the band. Back then, we used to cover Tennessee. Yep. CA. Um... And, uh, and it was nice to see. Hendon Hooker, legend, right? He'll go down as a legend. Oh, for sure. 490 yards of offense for Hendon Hooker, four touchdowns. He's, he's the most beloved Tennessee quarterback since... Well, T's pretty beloved. People did like Dobbs. But I think yeah, he's more beloved than Dobbs. Yeah, no, he's, he's a bigger winner. He's a bigger winner. He's definitely more beloved than Dobbs. Bigger. I mean, Dobbs is, you know, what is he, an astro? He's a rocket scientist. Rocket scientist. Um, like, that's cool. And he, that's and a he, nice was, he was well-liked. Um, more beloved than Casey Clawson, the Iceman? I think, I, I just think. I think, I think he's on par with T. Martin. this year is so much fun because it's so I think he's so on par unexpected. with T. Martin. T. Martin won a national championship. Yeah. But there's still, T's not celebrated like Peyton. No, he's not. Because it's. God, what's the difference there? Uh, uh, Tennessee wins 66 to 24. They hang 66 points on the third, 13th ranked defense in the country. Eh, it's close for a little bit. Then they go on a nifty 38 to nothing little run. run. And so then the question emerged. Were they mean to run it up? Joe Milton comes in. First drive, 56-yard touchdown pass. Second drive, 58-yard pass. And then they punch it in. So So. my only annoyance was the fact that the game was taking too long. Because, like, I I wanted to watch the Ole Miss-Alabama game. And I was like, they're going to keep moving this back. Like, can we move this to another channel? I didn't care. I got it. Tennessee's in a position where they don't control their own destiny. They have to have style points. They have to sit 100%. there and just blow these people out. So I completely get it. I just didn't want to have to watch any more of it. I get it completely. 
Well, yes, and the, the punching in meant there'd be a touchdown, there'd be extra points, sure. there'd be whatever else. They could, four minutes of commercials? There'd be four minutes of commercials. Yes. And, and so I can understand your, your irritation. Listen, they're not playing uh, Georgia State here. They're playing Missouri, another SEC team. Their their backup quarterback who does not get a chance to play much, and as you point out, they need style points. I got no problems with it whatsoever. And honestly, Eli Drinkwitz didn't have any. You know, he didn't, he didn't complain. Well, I mean, it wasn't like that they were just if they didn't keep Hendon Hooker in there for right, like trying to run it up and get get Heisman, get Heisman yeah. votes. Like, you playing with their backups. The backups. Stop the backups. Correct. The problem is also like. That offense doesn't really have no, a it, slowdown. It, it, the offense is, is, is the offense is unlike a lot of offense is actually designed to score. Yes, every and drive and get people open and get people open. So that's what they do. It's on, it, this is what it is funny because the last offense that sort of just got people so wide open that we felt like this was Spurrier's, and Spurrier used to get accused of the same thing. Yes. and he'd say, "Stop!" You know, yeah, just, we're going to run our offense. Correct. Stop us! You know, so I got, I got no problems with that. And and, and uh, listen the. Tennessee is obviously watching what happens around them. And from that perspective, a good week in that Oregon lost. Yes. I think that was the biggest development for them. A, a, a bad week in that, not a bad week, but, but a you wondered, I, I guess I have assumed all along that TCU would lose. And now I'm a little less assumed. Now I assume that a little less. Um, and so maybe that spot won't open. We'll see, obviously. But Oregon's not going to pass you now. Can USC pass you? No. Maybe. They went out, maybe. Maybe. Because they'll be a Pac-12 USC champion. USC still has UCLA, still has Notre Dame. And presumably Oregon. And then presumably or maybe Oregon. Or Utah. Utah. And, they, be get Utah, to, and, and then they, you, get they get to avenge, avenge loss. your loss to Utah. So I suppose, but I think a pretty good week for Tennessee. And they also showed, you know, they went back to just showing, yes, what they're, they're proving here is that Georgia's awesome, but among the other teams, we're awesome. That, 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 that's sort of what you're trying to establish, and I thought they did a good job of it. And What's for, Yeah, yeah I mean, like, furthermore, like, that was a hangover spot. You just had a devastating loss. A lot, like, it derails a lot. And then they just came in and they just took care of business. All right, next. That we shouldn't be playing this. They won the West. But they won the West. That was my thinking. They're going to the freaking SEC championship game. And any chance I get to talk about Harold Perkins Jr., I'd like to do so. That's the other reason. Holy hell. Unbelievable. LSU goes into Arkansas and wins 13-10. K.J. Jefferson certainly means a lot to that Arkansas team. Without him... Pretty inept. LSU move the ball. Speaking of hangovers, there you go. Yes. Classic. Classic hangover, right? Yes. So LSU goes in there, turned the ball over twice in the first three possessions, once inside the 10, and all Arkansas could do is get three points yes. out of that. Um, Jaden Daniels throws for 86 yards, who's been, you know, so magnificent. So LSU didn't exactly light it up, but Malik Hornsby couldn't do anything. Uh, and, and I thought probably a good uh, choice to go to Cade Fortin. They had to throw the foot. That was their only way to move it. Right. 
LSU said, we're not going to let you run it on us. You're going to have to throw it against us, and he's their better thrower. So Cade Fortin uh, comes in, and they get a, they have a chance to win too, but Harold Perkins is that guy. Insane. This is the third straight game where no one could block him. It's, it's, Ole Miss it's could one not block thing him. As a, Alabama couldn't block him, and Arkansas couldn't block him. I mean, we're seeing a true freshman at Ole Miss yep. do incredible things, but yes. honestly... And I don't, it's easier as a running back. You don't often see defensive linemen slash linebackers, whatever you want to call him. He's going to be a, you know, oh, he's a pass rusher. An elite pass rusher. Come in and do that freshman year. He is so flipping fast. Well, there were, so Hornsby is a track runner. To right. be clear, this is elite speed. This isn't. Good speed for a quarterback. This at, Ar- is at Arkansas. At Arkansas. At Arkansas. A phenomenal a track, track program. At Arkansas. Yes, like right. An, like a, a, one of the best track programs in the country. And he was running him down. Insane. It was crazy. Some people were, were asking, would he be the number one pick in the NFL draft? Well, first of all, if someone needs a quarterback, that will be the pick, number one pick in the NFL draft, presumably. We'll see. Like the way it works, you know, like the commanders pick the defensive sure. end, whatever. Like we, we've, um, pass rushers are incredibly valuable. No question. Um, and so, so you never know. But, but he's obviously not going to be in the NFL draft this year. He is going to be coming back. Eight tackles, four sacks, two forced fumbles, and he was sick. And so and after another the game, forced fumble that technically. Fortin's arm was going a little bit forward. Yes. Okay, but on the one that was called the fumble, yeah, it was the weirdest fumble ever because it was a fumble. It was a passed fumble. What would have happened? Let me ask you this. Yeah. So he loses the ball. Correct. His ball is hit. The, 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 he loses very clearly. Loses yes. control of the ball. But then he moves his arm forward. Right. And, and with it. it Moves the ball forward, but he's lost control. At I, that I, point. I acknowledge it's. I think it's a fumble. I have no problem. You with have fumble. to. No, the rule, let me the rule ask my says question. You have to have control of the football to throw it. Correct. So if he had at that point That's completed like a pass, ball. you would have. You if he had completed that pass, they it would have been. Fu- a, it would have been a fumble and a fumble recovery. So whoever would have whoever would have gotten the ball, do you really think they would have called it a fumble recovery? They would have just called it. Yeah, complete I think that's pass. how they would have. They would, statistically, that's what they would have said is that it's a fumble. If recovery. he had, if if he had. Moved it forward, it would have been, it would have been called a fumble recovery. Correct. Now, where I'm unclear is, would they have taken it back to a the fumble sp- forward? Would they have taken it back to the spot of the ball? I think it was a fumble. It was the weirdest thing, anyway. It was a passed fumble. Uh, and uh, anyway, only in college football, baby. That was wild watching him. It's just crazy, crazy. Next. Maybe the line wasn't right, Jeffrey. I think that's the problem with TCU all year. Everyone keeps thinking they're going to get beat because people keep seeing power ratings, and power ratings suggest the team's not as good as their record is. Like I don't think I don't think Vegas gave you Texas thinking, hey, we, we're going to give you a bad line. Like right. I think that's what the numbers suggested. 17 to 10, they beat Texas, and this time they do it with defense. And putting the game away, running the ball. And putting away, running the ball, yeah. 
Their only Texas only touchdown was a return fumble. Yeah, like a defensive touchdown. Uh, now, TCU still has Baylor, Iowa State, and then the title game, which is looking increasingly like K State, right? It's where it's trending after the win. After yeah. the win on Saturday, yeah. So, will they lose? I'm thinking no. Honestly, I think the best. So, Baylor, Baylor under Dave Aranda has had pretty good success at stopping these teams with you know these high power offenses. He's had pretty good, pretty good success neutralizing them. But man, I've watched Baylor multiple times, and if Baylor if Baylor wins out. Let's say Ohio State beats Michigan. Let's say a Georgia rule continue runs the table. And so it's Georgia, Ohio State. Is it then TCU and then Tennessee, presuming? So then you get a rematch of Georgia and Tennessee in the first round? If TCU wins out? TCU's ahead of Georgia. I mean, ahead of Tennessee. Or is TCU, doesn't, it doesn't matter if TCU is two or three at that point. Georgia would still right, be it's one. Just the, the jersey colors. It's just the jersey colors. And then you got the, but then you got the Georgia Tennessee rematch, which I don't think is particularly attractive as a first round game. Do you? Not really, because you feel like okay, we've seen this. But I suppose you could make the argument. You know, are, who is attractive against Georgia? Right. Is that the argument? Yes. But does Michigan I mean, excite you? The USC? reality is, in general, whoever the four seed is, that team typically gets blown out, unless it ends up being a year where the four seed kind of. Uh, had to stub their toe along the way and winds up getting back in. But in general, the one versus four game is usually a squash. So the argument would be like, how's this any different than any other year? All right, who do we got next? Oh, surprise! What a delight to be able to play this one. The Vanderbilt Commodores! So I kind of had this thought, see if you buy it. Is Kentucky football getting a little unlikable? Um, I I kind of found myself not rooting for Vanderbilt because I want to see them get a win, which I did. Like I uh, I like Barton Simmons; he's part of that program. Like I I would like for them to have some success, but there was also something about Stoops was very smug in the off season. Like forget the whole Calipari. I, the thing is, he was the good guy in the yeah. Early Calipari I understand, thing. and I rooted for him there. But like now. I don't know. I just kind of found myself being like, oh, I've got to find if this is who they knocked off. Well, the Will Levis quote didn't help. Uh, he said, after the uh, Georgia loss, hopefully we come out and play like hot piss next week because we're playing Vanderbilt. Uh, no, because we're playing a good team, but we're playing Vanderbilt or something like that. That was the, that was the quote. Yeah, it was basically like we got to get right game coming up next. So like, hopefully, no, we, it was like it was like yeah, yeah, it was like the get right game. Like we we're not playing a good team. We're not playing a good team. Um, and by the way, you had had a very good weekend in all kinds of ways. But one of them is you've been a Will Levis skeptic yeah. all along, and you know people like him because he looks like a quarterback. He's he is he is going to be a byproduct of Josh Allen. But I, I don't think I, I think he's had three straight games of under 200 yards passing. He is not going in the first round. I think you're right, but at the same he's time, not. like quarterbacks go in the first round. Yeah, and ones with big warts go don't. 
he he's like anyway uh the nice thing too is that they they had to win it you know oh yeah no they had they had they converted multiple fourth downs yeah no they had on to, the last they drive. Had to roll down win it right to Shepard. 32 seconds left uh Shepard's a good player too I think they're both good players yes um so ending the tick 26 game SEC losing streak. All right, we, we could have celebrated some other teams, by the way. We could have blown up some other teams. We could have celebrated Auburn beating AM. Yep. Could have blown up AM. Cadillac. We could have blown up AM again. 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 I just, you know. Uh, at some point it's hard to find pieces big enough to blow up at this point. AM is three and seven, one and six in the conference. Holy crap. Believe it's, it's unbelievable. The first six UConn game has double the wins. Yes, that uh, we could have blown up Liberty. Yeah, well, that's the Hugh Freeze special. Win, win the big game, and then turn around and lose to UConn. UConn beats Liberty. Jim Mora, they're now bowl eligible, thirty-six that, to thirty-three. So I'm thinking about maybe later this year doing college football awards as they should be. Jim Mora should be considered for Coach of the Year. I think he will be considered. Like that's that is an unbelievable job that he has done there. Um. We haven't talked about Georgia, Mississippi State. The officiating bother you there? It was. I, I did think. I did think Mississippi State got shafted with the the fumble and the picked up flag. But they, let's be honest, they were going to lose to Georgia. Yeah, they did lose. To I had I had Mississippi State in the points. Mississippi State had fourth and one. If they score a touchdown, they're going to get inside the number. And I think Georgia was going to run out the clock, and they didn't do it. Like I don't. The, I did not feel like the officiating dictated the outcome of that game. Georgia, to me, clearly displayed that they were better. All right, who are we going to blow up then? And this is the Oregon Ducks. Ducks seem to be a theme here. Maybe Doris Burke is behind it. Now that I stop and think about it. It was a bad omen, I think. Um, Maybe she was right. Ducks are overrated. Good ducks are overrated. 37-34, Washington beats Oregon. By the way, on the Washington side of this, just goes to show, if your offense is struggling, a little not what it used to be, as Washington was last uh-huh. year, 113th in the country. If you bring in a new coach, now they're top 25. Sometimes that's all it takes. I say that not to... Not a pointed comment at anyone locally. Maybe. Uh, but good job by Kyle DeBoer uh, for Caleb, Washington. Caleb, Caleb. I'm sorry. Oh, is that what I said? Caleb DeBoer. Caleb. Um, so did I uh, – uh, but the real question there is the two calls yeah. by Dan Lanning. Dan Lanning has done a fine job at Oregon. A lot of people think he's brilliant, great, all of that. Uh, but he did two things that are being deeply questioned. One, scores tied 10-all. Goes for the surprise onside kick. Doesn't get it. Uh, Washington kicks the field goal. Goes up 13-10. They end up winning by a field goal. But the bigger one is fourth and one on your own 34. Yes. Tied at 34. You go for it with a backup quarterback. Don't make it lose. So here's what I'll say in Dan's favor. Both those decisions are consistent. Both those, oh, he did those same things against UCLA well, and, and were in critical against UCLA. Well, and to me, those decisions were reflective of how he felt about the game. He felt we cannot stop them. 
Yeah, but what's weird is in the first half they were stopping them. They, it, it, this of. was not a track meet in like like the UCLA game was. It was not the track meet in the UCLA game, but I think he felt like the longer we keep giving Penix the ball, the more susceptible we are. Now, the problem that I had was on fourth and one, so if you – they had been running it down Washington's throat. Like, they were changing the line of scrimmage pretty much the entire fourth quarter. But don't you call a timeout to make sure – like, it felt like it was chaos, and you're like, oh, he's going for it. I almost think you call a timeout and make sure you get the play right. Like, it – because you had Bo Nix sitting there well, on the Bo side. Bo Nix wants to go in. Correct. And so I can also. And by understand. the way, you then put him in. Right. Later. So my question is like. Later. Yes. If he was well enough to go in later, why wasn't he well enough to go so in now? Take time out and maybe you sit there and you go, hey, can you get back in there? Because I can understand where, hey, you're waiting maybe on the medical staff to go. He's good. He's good. He's good. I take the time out. And if he says, if they're saying like we can't put him in yet, then you punt it away. But if he says he can go then just go run the play again. It just felt like chaos. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts Listen to every MLB game live The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone Stream minor league affiliates The Midwest League home run leader And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.